a lot of prompts on um, on the platform formerly known as Twitter trying to get engagement with an account sure. and I follow a lot of film accounts and so I'll see a lot of um, a lot of other accounts that are film related that I don't follow anymore because that's how they do it anymore uh-huh. that's how they do it now and I'll see a lot of things that'll say like post a gif of a movie that you've seen more than any other and like I don't have an answer to that. And I saw one today and I've seen one like this that really bother me. And I don't think I have any place, um, in, uh, film, uh, Twitter discourse. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a one. It said, um, name a film, post a GIF from a movie you've seen more than 10 times. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Those Do you know how many movies I've seen more than 10 times? I probably we just watched The End of the Parent Trap. I've probably seen that more than 20 times. When you're a kid, at least when I was a kid, I watched movies over and over and over again. Oh, 100%. Like it th- it's crazy to me that like a self-respecting film Twitter account that's supposed to be for people who are film enthusiasts go like, "How many how many times have you seen your favorite movie?" It's like, "I don't know." Dozens? What are you talking about? I think the self-respecting part is uh, where I get hung up on a That's little true. bit. That's true. I don't respect myself. That's true. I. What is, this isn't your account. Huh? You're not posting these things. Oh, they're self-respect. I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. No, those things really ran out of steam. But there's like you can't ever stop doing things. Yeah. So now they're just posting like. What's the bathroom scene that made yeah, you sure. lose your mind? And like that's like whatever people post clips. It's fun to see clips. I just can't like have any thing be like we're like you know the sin the cinephile and it's like two words and it's like yeah. a picture of like a filing cabinet. Sure. And then it goes like name a director who you've seen more than one movie of. And it's like what? Yeah, that is that's not even like the bare minimum. That's well below it. Truly the 10 movie one. I've seen so many movies more than 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And uh, to the point where I have ranked my top five movies I've seen more than 10 times. No, you haven't. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, but wouldn't it be funny if I had? That would have been. would have been crazy. I... No, instead, what I went for this week... I... And I guess we're doing this a little out of order, but since I've brought it up, uh, I've gone with my uh, top five conjuring monsters. Just, How many are there? Just based on the look. Well, I mean, there's... You got the nun, you got Annabelle, you got uh, the crooked man, La Llorona, I guess. There are more? Yeah, well, there's, I'll... Uh, All right, go ahead, go ahead. There's, there's at least one more that I'll name, and then I'll arrange those others that you said. Uh, so you only thought of five. Specific, well, I always only think of five. 
Uh, well, that's not true. There no, are others I that lo- are on I looked up the list. Oh, there's, there's a like list. Nine or ten. Oh, interesting. Because there's various things from the Conjuring movies themselves. Uh, the first one is Annabelle. That's number five. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, I, I just I. She's not like Chucky. I haven't seen the Annabelle movies. I've only seen the first Conjuring. So this is again, this is all just by the design. <laughs> that's a great disclaimer. We're uh, eight movies in. I'm ranking the best of the series. I've only seen the first one. I'm ranking the way the monsters look, and that I can do by pictures. Hotness. Uh, hot or not? Annabelle also not hot. Um, no. Very plain. now just Too like much I don't, makeup on Annabelle. I don't. I don't understand. You know? Yeah. Uh, Pancake done. I don't understand why she's scary. Like I could defeat Annabelle. I'm pretty sure, just like one on one. Like what? We should watch her with uh, a hammer. We should watch Creation. It's 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 a it's a real good time. Sure. I uh, yeah. She doesn't do anything. She's not like Chucky, where she's like running around, you know, yeah, stabbing she, people. Yeah, she's stationary. She's like causing other shit to happen, and then yeah. they cut to her, and she's just smiling and completely silent. And it's like, oh, all right, well. I just ignore you, I guess. Yeah. Just kick her. Just kick her. Uh, number four, the one you did not name, uh, the witch from the first movie, Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Okay. Uh, just a lot of lot of business with, like, creepy older women in this list. Can I make a but, joke? Yes. I would like, where we. I have an American Ninja Warrior on because it's like a perfect just tune in, tune out thing. Sure. And I would love them to do a series, like a week or so, because I think this airs daily, I have no idea, where you get, like, the most athletic people in the world who can do this, right? Yeah. But have never seen the show. Okay. And tell them go. (laughs) And just see them, like, look at all these things and go, wait, what? And it's not timed. They just have to do it. And they're looking like, they probably figure out, like, the fingertip one. But I've seen a couple on here that I haven't recognized because I don't watch the show anymore. Right. And I just imagine people holding, like, two things that look like cones and looking like, I guess I put this in here? Or they just do it a much easier way than no one's ever thought of. I think that'd be funny. Yeah, these, uh, God, I was about to call them traps. (laughs) 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 These devices, uh, they've really kind of lost the plot, I think. They they used to be just so straightforward. Well, what you don't know is the finger the fingertip challenge. It's like a soldering iron. It's burning their fingers off as they do it. All right, there we go. And um, the uh, it's piranha infested waters below them, and uh, yeah, so they are traps. Yeah, I uh, really really crazy how this show took off. Anyway, uh, yeah, Bathsheba from the first one. Uh, I don't. I can't even picture Bathsheba. Creepy, yeah, just creepy looking like older witch lady. Uh, also helped out Bathsheba. Like a veil? Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, Bathsheba's a great name. Like, that just adds to the aura. Yeah, it's a lot of bath in it, which yeah, is scary. Yeah, it's a big Baths part of its bath. scary. Uh, yeah. And Shiva, Shiva sounds like sh- uh, Shiva, the yeah. god of death. Uh, no. Is that what it is? I just lost uh, Michael Clayton. Shiva. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, am, uh, I am Shiva, god of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number three. Uh, the crying woman, La Llorona. Uh Just mm-hmm. a, a great, a uh, great overall aesthetic, top to bottom. You got the veil, you got the white. That's uh, the well put together. Of. That's the veil I'm thinking of. Yeah. <clears throat> number two. Almost number one. This was very close. I went with the nun. Okay. Uh, who I think is just that? Like that's a great look. 
again, you got a whole top to bottom aesthetic. Yeah, she's got a weird face. She's got a gimmick. Yeah. She's got a weird face. Uh, she has a, a place. Her eyes are like black and then like white middle eye. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, just really, really good stuff. Well done on the nun. Uh, and number one, I don't know if this is just like a chalk take that I assume it is, but it's the Crooked Man from two. Okay. <clears throat> I, I don't even remember what he looks like. Well, it's there's pretty, a woman it's, it's pretty screaming much all right there. in one of them, right? Like a woman with like dark eyes. I don't know. I I didn't clock her. You might be right. I. But no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. But the crooked man, pretty much exactly what he sounds like. It's like tall, slender. Uh, his legs are fucked because of an accident, I believe it said. Fucked because of an accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the that <laughs> yeah, yeah. was the the Warren explanation that they gave. Uh, uh, that, yeah, that was in the uh, that was in the treatments. That didn't didn't make it to the. Script, What's happening but... to our son? He's being tormented <laughs> by a demon. Yeah. Oh God, an evil demon who was <laughs> fucked. What'd you say? His legs were fucked because of an accident. His legs were fucked because of an accident. <laughs> it's terrible news. I. That's who's haunting you, little boy. <laughs> Why does he look that way, sir? Second one's in London. Yeah, man. Uh, he was fucked in an accident of some kind. <laughs> well, he was fucked in an accident, wasn't he? Uh, good stuff. Yeah, and that's what I... Uh, yeah. That's what I got. All right. I don't have a retort because I didn't, couldn't even picture half of those people. I... I could tell you my ranking of the Conjuring movies. Oh, quick. sure. That would be uh, that would be something. I haven't seen uh, the Nun, uh, the Nun two, or uh, someone put on Twitter should have been called like None Too Many or what is the what's the expression? Uh, none too few, I think. No, I don't know. Um, none your business. <laughs> uh, none too back in the habit. Uh, all right. This is on Letterboxd. You're all welcome to look at it. Brian Beserber, DSURBER. Conjuring movies, I have The Conjuring Universe. I have eight films. I guess I included La Llorona. Number eight, The Original Nun. Number seven, La Llorona. Number six, The First Annabelle. Number five, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, number four, Annabelle Comes Home. Number three, The Conjuring 2. Number two, Annabelle Creation, which is the second film in that series. And number one, the first Conjuring movie. And what is the line at which those movies become good? Uh, I would say Conjuring 2 is still good. I gave that three stars. Annabelle Comes Home, I gave two and a half. And The Devil Made Me Do It, I gave two. So three good ones. Okay. One that teeters. And then we get to okay. All right. That's the best hit rate. The Conjuring, they'll maybe do it's two. Annabelle, the first Annabelle's two. La Llorona's one and a half. And then the the Nun is one. The Nun is bad. Very bad. So it's La Llorona, I guess. But creepy looking. Yeah. You do the top five, baby. Uh, Yeah, but I don't do the top five. Oh, I got to introduce the movie. The movie. (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the two. Why don't you do it? Uh, okay, I, I, oh boy, I, you gotta guess the, you gotta guess how it goes and the episode number. Hello, everyone, hello, everyone, <laughs> uh, it's not so easy, is it? He looks over this here is, going, say your fucking part, idiot. 
It's hard to get. This it is out. just like those Flintstones episodes where they would switch jobs. We all know those. Uh, and I'm finding out that Wilma's got it hard. Uh, <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they bake, where each week we go over the box office returns and what they mean for the movie industry at large. Uh, this is episode 245. That's correct. Ah! Uh, of course, I am your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And you missed a couple things. You right. said uh, your weekly look at movies and, and the money they make. You yeah. messed that up somehow. Where each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. Okay. Yeah. And it is it is important that it's what we think. Yeah. This is not necessarily what they mean. These aren't the facts, Jack. Uh, you got to disclaim that or we will be sued. Yeah. By uh, the AMPTP. <laughs> the lawyers are already working. They might as well. Yeah, uh, this is what they're focusing on is this podcast. Yeah. Well, they're, well, they're, they're certainly not negotiating, so sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're casting a wide net. they got to keep busy. Uh, I will go into our actual top five here. It is in order. Sorry, I've got something in my throat. <clears throat> and I don't have a cough button. You know how some shows have a cough button where you can press a button? Yeah. And you could turn your mic off. I could, but that like clicks. Alright. Uh yeah. What's a what's a what, what's a subtle I suppose a, <clears throat> I'm, trying, <clears throat> I'm trying not to do those things. <laughs> which is why I sound weird. Uh <laughs> You start with the Nun 2 on top, followed by The Equalizer 3, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 4, Jawan 5, and... No, I'm sorry. Big Fat Greek Wedding is also a 3. Uh, Jawan is a singular movie, and then Barbie in the fifth spot. Uh, but The Nun topped this weekend. Uh, it made $32.6 million. All right. The Nun... I just wrote The Nun on my notes, but it is The Nun 2. Uh, open with thirty-two point six million dollars, which is better than what Buzz indicated. It really seemed like this was a very quiet opening. Did you feel that way as well? Did you feel the buzz for the Nun Two? I building? no, not really. I mean, we saw a bunch of trailers, uh, but no, I didn't. Well, saw I didn't shows for Gran Turismo. That didn't sure, do that's anything. true. I no, I did not feel very much, uh, very much buzz. I wouldn't have been surprised if this made much less money than this. Yeah, this is a good opening. It opened at eighty-five million worldwide, which is great. It is below the Nun's debut five years ago, which opened at fifty-four, which was still the biggest. That's crazy. Um, it's still the biggest opening of the Conjuring universe's history. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. And it it's definitely the biggest, is. It's the biggest Conjuring universe debut since the first Nun, so that would include. Uh, Annabelle 3, maybe Annabelle 2, but Annabelle 3, The Conjuring uh, 3, and Curse of La Llorona. Um, and yeah, it's a good representation of the... It's a good indication the brand is still strong. Um, it's very... I, I don't know why they haven't made... They never made that Crooked Man movie, but uh, I think it's too late now. I think at this point you gotta... You can either... Um, keep going with these or actually like have another conjuring movie where like, I don't know, there's like a new monster you can spin off, but um, it's a really solid opening. And also just, you know, horror is huge right now. And it, part of it is the fact that when horror fans see horror movies in theaters, they see what as well. 
Uh, they also see... Uh, when you go to see a horror movie in theaters, what do you usually also see? The trailers for the next horror movies? The trailers for all the other horror movies, yeah. yeah. So um, they know what's coming, but there's something else at play here. I just It's this kind of thing. That yeah, I no, I, I, I know exactly. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's also just... I, I just don't know where the audience comes from because it really feels like a lot of these um, movies in general, specifically the horror movies that are like... I, I, I honestly am like, is like The Haunting in Venice going to make like 18 million next weekend as opposed to like 10? Like what's... You know, I don't know. I don't think that that movie is going to capture horror audiences. Okay. I mean, but also just like movies in general are just kind of... You know, like the Meg 2 made like 30. And I'm yeah. just like, what? Who who was ever talking about the Meg 2? I don't know. But some marketing executives are tapping into a certain sector of the audience somehow. So good for them. It's a great opening, uh, and it's good for theaters as well. Also opening this weekend, my Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, which debuted with what, 10? Uh, 10, yes. Uh, that's well below the 17 million debut of the second film seven years ago. Which, truly thinking back now, 17 million is crazy. I agree. Um, that was seven years ago, that other one. Uh, it had a B cinema score, which was also below the A minus score for the second film. It had very little buzz. See, this is what I'm talking about. If Big Fat Greek Wedding had made 17, I would be having the same reaction as like the nun making 30, where I'm just yeah. like, whoa. Um, very little buzz. It might have legs just due to the nature that the people who are most likely to see this movie are an older audience. And so Buzz will obviously hurt it because most people don't like it. It got a B cinema score. But they were also planning to just see it after opening weekend anyway, as most older audiences do. So maybe and also opened low. So maybe a little bit of buzz. Yeah, I don't know. But not a great opening. And like just shocked that they this is like a trilogy. I uh, 21 years, by the way, after the original became the highest grossing uh, comedy film, I believe. And also um, independent film ever made. Wow. I really expect that that kind of bad buzz and bad cinema score is going to hurt here. You know, we got bad buzz. <laughs> this seems like a movie that we if you're bad buzz. if you're like interested yeah. in My Big Record Wedding 3. Like my what? What is it? My Big Record Wedding 3. <laughs> uh, MBFG we, W3. <laughs> yeah, for short. Uh, you, don't, you don't really care if it's good. I also don't think there's a like, wedding in this one. At yeah, least the second one yeah, had the hook. Going to Greece. The second one, which is like a hook. I get it. Like the dad died and the yeah. actor died in real life. So we're going to go to a uh, Greece. But like at least the second one was like her daughter's getting married. Right. You know, my big fat Greek homecoming, my big fat Greek holiday. Like there's... they really should have changed the title. That actually would have been my big fat Greek vacation would have been great. I it's like European vacation. Yeah, you know? I. But yeah, I feel like if the people that are going to go see the Greek wedding come out and be like, oh, well, that wasn't very good. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty bad sign. I agree, because they're the people most likely to like the movie. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Juwan also opened. It is a, uh, a Bollywood film. Uh, it's supposed to be good, I think. Um, a huge $64 million four-day worldwide debut, which is the biggest ever for a Hindi movie. And also the biggest Hollywood debut in India itself. Um, so this is a oh, huge, really? yeah, this is a huge hit, and um, and uh, big. It only played in how many theaters? It was in eight hundred and twenty-four theaters. So its per theater average was seven thousand four hundred and twenty-eight. Really, really good. Yeah. Uh, in number. its second weekend, the Threequalizer uh, had the biggest drop of the franchise, but.
but close to the 61% drop of the sequel. I remember last week I talked about how they all opened the same, like roughly yeah. around the same amount, and the sequel pretty much made the same, give or take like $3 million, both here and worldwide. Well, this has $62 million, correct, after Weekend 2? Uh, yes. The second one had $64 million after Weekend 2, and the first had $64 million after Weekend 2. So it's a remarkably steady franchise. I don't know if this is going to clear uh, the $100 million mark like the other two did. It has tough competition coming up. It had a tough competition this weekend, another R-rated film in The Nun 2. So that's, that's one of the reasons why we have this drop right but either even if this gets to like the 80 million dollar mark that it's for sure going to clear it's like a really and it, worldwide it already has 100 million so this is like cruising um and uh antoine fuqua has said that he's thinking about doing a prequel with a dh denzel and everyone's like well you have a you have it yeah DH you have denzel. a dh denzel who's like... uh running around um but I mean, if you want to give Denzel the money, you can keep making them. They seem to be doing well. I might, like, I. they really underpaired, and it's a real shame that this strike's going on and they weren't able to capitalize on the promotion of the Man on Fire reunion. Yeah. So, this is just coming to me now, and I think it's a good idea. What What should the Equalizer for, or the Forkalizer, um, what should that Denzel reunion be? Uh, you should get Gene Hackman out of retirement for a Crimson Tide reunion. Okay. Uh, well, that's, yeah, of course. If you can get Gene Hackman out of out of retirement, then, yeah, put him in anything. <laughs> put him in the Equalizer 4. Uh, let's see. Another great Denzel reunion would be Ethan Hawke. Have him that be, That would like, be and Fuqua. Well, th- I'm sorry. They already did that. I Go on. Like, Magnificent Seven. Okay. And they also didn't bill that as, like, the big training day reunion. All right, That fine. had the same director, too. Then my third answer is Viola Davis from Fences. That's a great call, and they're, she's, like, his, like, begrudging ex-wife, and she's also an assassin. Yeah. I don't know his lore if his wife died or something, <laughs> probably. But, or she's his sister, and she's also an assassin. Um, I would say, let's throw out some of his other big co-stars. Yeah, Meryl Streep for A Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Not a big movie, but, you know. Big star. Uh, Angelina Jolie for The Bone Collector. Okay. She's also a big action star. Sure. supposed to be one. Um, you got, are you looking at his filmography? Uh, I was specifically looking up uh, if any other actors were in Devil in a Blue Dress. Chris Pine. Don Cheadle, of course. Uh... Chris Pine would be great. Maybe Spike Lee can play Mookie again from the Spike Lee universe. All right. And it's a reunion with, uh, Ooh, I guess Malcolm X. Clive Owen. Sure. What Jody, happened to him? Jody Foster. Uh, both of them. She went all G4, the whole inside man cast. Yeah. Really what? just do it with, uh, Christopher Plummer. Spike Lee could direct it. That'd be even better. You know, um, I, I mean, I, th- I think we've settled on the idea. Well, no. Uh, and then, I'm hang still, on. Okay. The Equalizer has to solve a bank robbery. Okay. We got uh, um, John Travolta taking Pelham 1, 2, 3. You got... Uh, um, I'm holding on to my big names. So I'm yeah. trying to skip around them. Okay. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. It'll never happen, but... Tom Hanks. Oh, what's Philadelphia? your big name? Then? Philadelphia. <laughs> that, that, that's think... who I just refrained no, from no, naming because no. I thought you were holding on no, to it. No, no, no. Here's my big name. Ready? Yeah. As the uh, 
the leader of his agency who is trying to rope him back in and is also a target herself and he has to protect her, she, has, she has to protect herself. Julia Roberts, the Pelican Breed. Okay. Reunion, all right. That we've all wanted. That would be uh, that would be good. Also, Julia Roberts in an action movie late in life. Yes, please. Sure. Um, all right. Sorry, Will Patton. Yeah. Hayden Panettiere, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, Ethan Supley. <laughs> who else is? Who else was one of the other kids in that? Uh, Donald Faison. I was gonna say it feels like Donald <laughs> Faison was in that movie. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that's it. All right. Anyway, equalizer. The three equalizer may uh, level off. Uh, in our spotlights, Barbie continues to make a fuckload of money. It's now the twelfth biggest film all time domestically. You might call it a life-sized. It, that's good. That's well, life-size is the the movie with uh, Lindsay Lohan and Tara Reid about the doll that comes to life. Hey, sure, like Barbie. Um, and Tara Reid's like, We're, I think they did like a sequel, but not with either of them. Anyway, death-sized. Uh, it passed Star Wars: The Last Jedi on the all-time list, and it's gonna pass the first Avengers film in the next day or two. Wild, very cool. It's a comedy, and that's all I have. All right, well, then it's time to play the first edition of everyone's new favorite game. Which did it make more or less than? Nobody knows how to play but me. Which did it make? Which which did it make more or less than? Yeah. Uh, okay. But we're going we're gonna to fix that. I'm going to go over the rules. Uh, this movie is, this game, this game, excuse me, is in honor. Yeah, we both said movie. I said also the intro to the movie, and you uh, said this movie. Uh, this seems like a good time to break the news. Coming soon to a theater near you, uh, what's in the box office? The movie? Yeah, we're doing a movie. Um, both of us will be played, unfortunately, by Liam Hemsworth. We got to deal with Tubi. We're going to premiere on Tubi. So it's a Tubi movie. Keep a lookout for that. I... It's called a very tubey movie, <laughs> which it means is. it's a it's a really shitty uh, independent film. <laughs> but we're each getting seven point five thousand dollars. Yeah, we're getting seven and a half grand. That's pretty cool. I uh, this game is in honor of the Barbenheimer moment. I uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to name three movies and you're going to tell me whether each one made more or less than insomnia. Little Women, or both. So you're so, gonna name me three movies, and one of them made more than Insomnia and or Little Women. One of them made less than Insomnia or Little Women. One of them made. I uh, not. It's not necessarily that there's gonna be one of each, but basically it's. Did it make uh, less than both, more than both, or did it fall in the middle between them? Okay. We'll see uh, how it goes. For a bonus point, you can tell me the final gross of each movie. Insomnia, within... the Christopher Nolan? Yeah, and Little Women, the Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Uh, and the bonus point is the final gross of each movie within $5 million. Are you ready to play? Hillary Swank was in that. Nobody yes. remembers that. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Your three movies are Baby Driver, Mirror, Mirror, and Garfield. The first one? I guess I don't have to name all three of them at once. Baby Driver. <laughs> More. Uh, Baby Driver made 
It fell in between. <sighs> I'm already losing. Made more than Insomnia. What's the next one? Less than Little Women. Your second film. Uh, mirror, mirror? Is Mirror, Mirror. Less. That made less than both. Garfield. That is correct. Garfield. First Garfield? First Garfield. Less. First Garfield fell in between. No. Yeah. The first Garfield made over $100 million, or did Insomnia make less than $100 million? Insomnia made less than $100 million. All right, fine. Uh, but you still have opportunities for bonus points. Do you want oh, I'll get them. What? to get me the final gross of each of those movies within $5 million? So Or th- what? Is that the only that's bonus? It. Yeah. I have to get you Keeping all of them clean. to get the bonus point? It's one per. Okay. Within five million dollars. Yeah. All right. Well, now that I know about Garfield's bullshit, I'll say like eighty million. That just makes it. Garfield made seventy-five million dollars. Okay. Insomnia made less than seventy-five. Okay. All right. Uh, Mirror Mirror made that would be uh, implied by that. Mirror 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 made sixty. Mirror Mirror made sixty-four point nine. So you get the point there. Just and barely. The, you're really skirting by here. Yeah, skirt, skirt. And the uh, the first one, the big one, Baby Driver. Yeah, over a hundred. Um, a hundred and uh, we'll go with we'll stay on the on the five and the zeros. Hundred and fifteen. Now a little too much. That made a hundred and seven. But with your bonus points, you still managed to win the first edition. Of How many points did you have an option to get? Than? Six? Yeah. Okay. All right. Very so it's a three-point affair. Well done to start. Very interesting. Come and gone from a theater near you. Brian, are you ready to go back in time? Uh, yeah. We all remember where we were on every Labor Day in history. Uh, so it should be very easy for you to rattle off the movies that came out Labor Day 2010. This is week 36. It is September 3rd. Uh, there are two movies. Do we see them? Uh, I have not seen... I haven't seen either of them. Uh, one of them I would like to see and just haven't gotten around Never to it. Have. Uh, I expect you've seen both of them. It's not gonna I know you've seen the number one. Um... I need. A, I think you should leave. I uh, okay, but then no one will give you the answers. I uh, the first one is a uh, an adult film, sort of a uh, political thriller. I, yeah, sorry, oh. a film for adults. Is it Contagion? It is not. Mm. Uh, it might be more of a. Yeah, it's not so much like a political thriller as it is a uh, boring assassin movie. Oh, American, uh, sn- um, the American. Yes, American Sniper. Yes, the American. The American. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's its reputation. I don't mean to malign the no, American. Yeah, yeah, the very slow movie that tricked people into going to see it. Yeah, its first weekend where it made. Oh, I really and, don't want to overshoot it. And this is uh, Labor Day, so you can give me either the three or four. All right, we'll see whichever one I'm closer to. Yeah. I'm going to say 17. Uh, over its four day, it made 16.3. Okay. So, good. yeah, right on. close. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, and then there's another one. Yeah, the second You've one, always wanted to see The American? Yeah, not like desperately, right. but like it seems like something I'd like. Okay. Uh, the second one is a... Uh, it's, it's a franchise launcher, technically. Not, not a major franchise by any means, but this movie did get a sequel. Uh, sort of a, a celebration of a, uh, older character actor who is, uh, suddenly found his thing. Hmm. So an older character actor was in it and he's like become known for it now. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, 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 I think would be his defining role. He was known prior to this. Like everyone would have known this guy. You'd recognize him. Uh, but this is but this this role. is like this is now who he is. But it opened in second place. It did. Okay, uh, one sequel. Uh, yes. Though this, this was not the first appearance of this character. Oh fuck! This one I saw. I'm pretty sure. Right, I expect give, give you've seen clue, this. Give me a clue. Uh, it's an action the, movie. I haven't seen The American, so... Oh, you haven't? No. Didn't you own The American? Do I own it? No, didn't you? At, like, used to? No. Okay. Would have thought you'd seen The American. No. Anyway, yeah, this is a, it's an action movie. No. Uh, all right, so let's look up some of our... It's not taken. It is not taken. No, it's not that big of a deal. Uh... We'll open it second to the American. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this movie featured. Uh, it's sort of like a like a big boisterous action movie. You know, it featured. Ooh, Lindsay Lohan was in this. Hold on. Oh, Machete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first one. Yes. Uh, twelve. The first one made eleven point four. Yeah, nailed them both. I uh, gotta say, yeah, pretty weird Labor Day weekend. Sure. Like I know it's not like the number one movie holiday or anything, but you've got you've got a holiday weekend at your disposal, and as an industry, you lead with the American and Machete. <laughs> sure. What are you doing? No, what are I they doing? You. That's what I want to know. Uh, do you know the movie Going the Distance? Uh, yeah, that's the Zach Braff old person movie, right? Oh, uh... Is that right? This is a romantic comedy centered on a guy and gal who try to keep their love alive oh, as they this shuttle is back Drew, and Drew forth. Oh, Drew Barrymore and, um, Justin Long. Okay. Is it? I don't know. I'm guessing. I uh, well, now, now yeah, we'll look, it, look up. it up. Uh, this is one of those things that I've just never heard of, so... Yeah, Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. Yeah. And Charlie Day and Jason Sudeikis. Yep. Ron Livingston and Christina Applegate. Yeah. I saw them in theaters. Oh, so that one you've seen. Have you seen Machete? No. Wow, okay. So the one you've seen is Going the Distance. Got it. Yep. That's what I was doing that weekend. All right. And that is uh, yeah, that is the extent of All right. that weekend. Well, no, Adamus, I don't think you did The Nun. No, I did not. So I think we are done here. Why don't you recommend a movie for the folks this week slash weekend? All right. I recommend that you all go see. I just recommended Bottoms, but like now I know it's good. It makes you feel any better. I will be recommending Bottoms. All right. Well, let's team up on Bottoms. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, you take the front, and I no, it's just like a really funny movie. You take uh, the front. I know. <laughs> Uh, it is a really funny movie. You're absolutely right. It's it's really good, and I'm a big fan of the people in it. And I think it's going to be a cult classic. It made it making a decent. It says like seven million dollars. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, right now making a decent amount of money. But it's going to be a cult classic. It's absurdist nature of it. You know, feels very much uh, in home with like a wet hot kind of thing. It's not as funny as wet hot, no. but it just feels like at home, like the little small details they have, the kind of surreal world they have created in that movie. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking great. I, uh, I completely agree. Just like it really, really knows it's funny and just like knocks itself out of the park the whole time. Yeah. You're going to have a great time. So I agree. Go see bottoms. Um, all right. Uh, uh, plug us up. All right, you can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. Uh, I am on, damn, X. I am on X at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian Deserber, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. That's also my letterbox handle. Deal with it. <laughs> I'll be dealing with it uh, while you are looking up our podcast at uh, any podcast feed you like. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, and we're we're back on those on those platforms. You know, if you good. if you uh, I'm just I'm just saying that if you want a little peek at our Flickr treat series and what we think of some things, follow us on Letterboxd. Yeah, man, that's a that's a really great idea. The Flickr treat series coming soon. Just saying. Uh, Halloween is right around the corner. Um, Without saying too much, we have another. Yeah, we may have already hinted at it in this podcast. Yes. Listen carefully. Um, all right. Uh, next week, A Haunting in Venice comes out. I, are we getting a fourth one? It has to be. We'll have to see how this one does. But um, they made a third one. <laughs> My prediction After is Death no. of Wild didn't do well. But uh, this will do worse and we'll never hear from them again. We'll see. I, we like the uh, Hurapira movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this one. And how far will the nun drop, or will it hang on before Saw X obliterates the competition by making $10 million? I just can't possibly let that go by ever without saying socks. I've seen no promotional material for Saw X other than that trailer. Yeah, they had some good posters. They had a poster that was uh, a detached eye. Okay. uh, A human heart, and then a bone saw. All right. It was eye heart saw. That's good. That was cute. Uh, um, so tune in next week where we'll be talking about other stuff and also maybe have an announcement. I don't know when we'll do that, but it'll be soon. Uh, all right. That is it for us here at What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week. And until then, go see a movie. <laughs>